What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Off Mind. We got a good one for you today. We're talking to my very good friend Jacob Sonk. He's a 3D printing engineer for Shapeways, and uh, it's a pretty good time all around. We, we talk a lot about his career. Uh, we decide that drinking would be a good idea for this episode, and it's all right. I don't think I'm gonna do that too often, but it gets a little bit more slurred towards the end of the episode, and it's pretty fun for the most part. We're going to include a bonus clip where we play a card game also while drinking, drinking more throughout the card game. And I mean, that get, that might get a little sloppy, but whatever, you know, it's all fun. Um, while recording, we also experienced a few technical difficulties and the recording stopped around two times in throughout. So you're going to notice that we address it in the in the recording sorry about that but sometimes things don't work out perfectly um but we still we managed to catch it pretty early pretty quickly before we stop we before it gets too far into the conversation and we we kind of just continue where we left off um i hope you guys enjoy this one i had a fun time recording it thanks let's get to it After the Guinness, <laughs> like, well, hold up, man. I, the, the only reason why I'm asking is because I'm actually not a Guinness fan. And I don't you like wanna, Tecate? I don't want to waste it. Yeah, you go ahead and take that Tecate. All right, man. I'll put this in the fridge for you. Mm-hmm. I thought you would like Guinness. Something about it. It's if like, I had known, I would have just bought Tecates. It's <laughs> like thick and chocolatey, sort of. It's mm. like not. I think it's more of a texture than a taste thing. Mm-hmm. Try not to tap the table too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining it. Fine then. Did you already start recording? Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's what I do. Yeah, I've noticed. You've had the. Uh, <laughs> this is like random fucking conversations happening beforehand. Yeah, I think it's more. I think it allows people to be more casual about it. But now you know, so now it can't be casual. Yeah, and I, I keep, I keep doing that. Good thing my, good thing the Rick, the mics, <laughs> good thing the mics on stereo. That's gonna sound interesting. So, how about you introduce yourself then? Uh, I'm Jacob Sonk. Right. Where do you work? <laughs> I've talked about you a few times already in the other podcast. Yeah, I've already gotten two sort of, sort of shoutouts. I didn't even notice. Uh, well, actually, the second one was for Coco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco is here, too. If you hear the tapping in the background, yeah. that's uh, that's the tiniest and most adorable wiener dog. We'll have pictures on the website. No, you won't. I can't. I can't put pictures of Coco <laughs> on the website. But no. the, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to do it anyway. Whatever. So so you work at Shapeways. Ah, yes. Yeah, I work at Shapeways. <laughs> uh, I'm a 3D printing engineer, and I lead the team that deals strictly with the uh, 3D printers that we have. All right. How many teams are there at Shapeways? 
Um, there are two teams that deal with the material that I work with, which is a nylon plastic, and then um, there are several different materials within the company, but uh, the R specifically, there's two teams for nylon. Nylon. Yeah. And how many, I mean, right now it seems <clears throat> like it's kind of, the possibilities for 3D printing are pretty big, but like, ah, stupid noises, but computer noises. But what materials can you 3D print with? In, in Shapeways, at least? Uh, yeah, through Shapeways, we have uh, we have uh, the nylon and acrylic plastics, which are most people are familiar with. Um, we ha- have a ceramic material, which actually I'm drinking from my ceramic, 3D printed ceramic mug right now. It's a sweet mug. Um, we also have uh, different types of metals. So we have uh, brass and uh, aluminum, uh, you know, plated brasses and then you can get printed in wax as well so then you can also do wax or uh, cast metals which are precious metals like gold and platinum that sort of thing why would somebody want to print in wax uh, specifically for lost wax castings oh, uh, to make mold, be, uh, like, molds out of it yeah which would be for most uh, of the precious metals so a lot of jewelry gets done that way so before you put it in precious metals, you got to print it out in wax. Yeah, yeah, and, and if uh, if you're ever on the Shapeways website, they have the um, materials description, and they'll tell you roughly in layman's terms how the process is done, and and a few of the materials are done through printing a mold or making a mold of a wax uh, print or something like that, because um, they're just there's some materials you just can't print in right now. Like what? What are they working on? Uh, oh geez, I don't even know. <laughs> um, it, it, what are they working on in terms of shapeways? All sorts of things. Uh, in, in terms of three D printing in general, I mean, gosh, you have you probably have to have heard of people trying to print like food and organs and uh, yeah, heard of that. blood and all sorts of things. Blood that would be. No, I don't think that's right, but I'm sure some well, like cells that <laughs> cells that will be using blood eventually. Because I've seen someone three D print a heart already. Really? Yeah, yeah, I haven't even heard, heard of that. I think I'm watching. I think I'm watching more uh, more 3D printing stuff than you are on on Facebook. Sometimes that sounds right. Yeah, yeah I mean, I have to deal with it all day too. So yeah, it's like me and Steffi just keep tagging you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think I've seen that. No, probably, probably not. Mm. All right. Well, how long have you been working with 3D printing? Oh, geez. Um, well, it's been about four years now three or four years three or four years yeah, you were you were in Boston right not that long uh yeah I was in Boston before I came here uh, I was working at a makerspace uh come on no, never mind. um so uh but before that I was just uh helping a friend run an Etsy shop making 3d printed jewelry mm-hmm. um on a on a maker bot mm-hmm. at their house so uh, I did that just to kind of get used to designing for three D for three D printing um, because my background is in design, yeah. and uh, kind of used that to segue into rapid prototyping. So then in Boston, I was working at a makerspace right between Harvard and MIT that uh, did a lot of laser cutting and three D printing, CNC milling, that sort of thing. All right, um, sort of minimal on the three D printing side there, but we had a few. Uh, desktop 3D printers that I ended up running and building a team for there, and then uh, that's how I wound up get it, catching the attention of Shapeways. Weren't you with uh, what was it called? Awesome or whatever? What was it called? Danger Awesome. Danger Awesome. Yeah. What was that? What What was that? What was Danger Awesome? That was the makerspace. That was the makerspace. Yeah, that was the name of the makerspace. Best company name ever. Danger Awesome. <laughs> what is What's a makerspace exactly though? 
It's a space uh, for makers. Yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, there there are a few around the country that are, uh, there are several actually, but um, you know they have different ways of, of conducting business. So some of them have uh, space for you to rent out time on the machine. So if you knew how to laser cut or three D print or took any of their courses in that, uh, they, then you could rent time and use the machines to work on personal projects. Um, Danger Awesome was a uh, was a, an interesting case because not only did they offer that, but then also offered uh, a, a design and, and fabrication service um, where we could, uh, as a, either a technician or designer, work with a client and build something for them. And it was really uh, about offering as many levels of involvement as we could for the customer. So that way, you know, if they wanted to be a part of it and they wanted to be hands-on, they could. If they just wanted to say, hey, I want this awesome thing made, uh, we could make that for them too. All right. Would it cost them more if, like, you made it for them? Um, I mean, depends on the project. You know, if uh, if there was something that they were going to be coming back and doing regularly, it would probably save them money in the long run to learn how to do it and do it themselves. Uh, but I mean, the pricing was pretty pretty competitive yeah. for that for that sort of space. And then, so that's where you got started, and then you started working with um, what's it called, the jewelry with your friend. Yeah. Uh, which is how I met you, actually. Yeah. And then and then you got Shapeway's attention. Yeah. Or did you move here with the Shapeway's job already in your pocket? Uh, moved here with the job in my pocket. Would oh. not move to New York without a job, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, at the time, I was uh, I was looking at branching out, getting deeper into 3D printing, because like I said, the, the makerspace did mostly uh, fabrication with laser cutting. Um but I was looking at actually working either for the company that was still in Boston um, called Form Labs, which were, were the printers that we were using at Danger Awesome. They were Form Lab printers? Yeah, they're called the Form 1 and the Form 1 Plus at the time. Uh, they actually just released the Form 2, uh, which is really nice. But um, uh, I was looking at being a 3D printing engineer there or at Shapeways. Uh, and I would have liked to have stayed in Boston. But Shapeways uh, got me, got to me first. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, now I know how that is. Now I'm in New York. Now you're here. All right. I mean, you've enjoyed it so far, right? You've been telling me that you really like the team you're working with. Yeah, and I mean that's that's kind of the best part about it. Like, uh, obviously, like 3D printing is such an interesting field, and um, the sort of open market space that we offer through Shapeways, where anyone can sort of upload anything. I mean, as long as it's legal. And, uh, so someone and can someone upload a bong, a bong, yeah. Well, a bong's legal, right? Yeah, a bong's just yeah. not a gun, right? You can, you can. I mean, you can go to the corner store and buy a pipe, now, yeah. you know. So, like, actually, that's one of the big things that people are printing in porcelain. Oh yeah, uh, lots of bongs. Like, yeah, lots of bongs, lots of pipes, and customizable ones, uh, ones with like skulls or like tiki things, like you wouldn't normally see because you can kind of three D print it in any shape you want. Yeah, and it can be hollow. Yeah, it can yeah. be hollow. Sort of a pain to, to make, but the the ceramics team that we have is is really fucking impressive. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So um, they, you know, we can print damn near anything except for like you were mentioning guns. We we shy away from, but there's a lot of legalities about that. What about knives? Uh, just recently, we changed our content policy so we can do knives. Essentially, it's if, if it's illegal, we can't print it. So if you can go to the corner store and buy a knife, we'll print a knife. But if you can't buy a butterfly knife because that's illegal we can't print a butterfly knife um so that's like the easiest way to figure that out Mm. but legal stuff isn't my area (laughs) (laughs) you're not legal no not legal well i was looking at um i was looking online i want to i kind of want to buy a butterfly knife 
but you know not only is it illegal but like in new york it's particularly illegal <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things that are particularly illegal in new york i mean uh, mace is illegal in new york is it really yeah you can get pepper spray but you can't get mace wow um but i want to i'm thinking about getting like the the butterfly knife uh comb yeah so instead of a knife there's a comb yeah, it's still see. hard to explain to a, a police officer if you get stopped and searched. Oh yeah, no, like, <laughs> like I'm not planning on getting stopped and searched anytime. No soon, one's but, ever planning but, yeah, on exactly. getting stopped and searched, but it's a, you don't you don't plan it, but it happens. Uh, so I'm just gonna like I'm gonna hope that he grabs it and opens it first before he shoots me. But no. but we'll see how it goes. I don't know, man. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, it's how it's been going. But I mean, it is what it is. Speaking of which, did you hear that um, that uh, that cop got arrested? Probably not. What cop? Uh, he shot that guy at the pink houses in in Brooklyn. He was like a Chinese cop. He was uh, he was doing a, a, an upward or whatever it's called, like where he's at a project and he has to go all the way to the roof and he mm. had his gun out and uh, he heard a noise to his right and he turned and he shot the kid. Uh, yeah, and he got convicted for that. He might get 15 years. Wow. Which is fucking crazy. That's a lot of years. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> it's manslaughter. He, he killed the kid? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, him with that's not a lot of years if he kills somebody. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it depends on the circumstances. For a cop? Yeah. I don't know. I try to not pay attention to that sort of stuff. Yeah, you, you, you went to art school, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, I'm just saying. That's what you keep telling me. Yeah. <laughs> How did that tie in? Yeah. Eh, I don't pay attention to things. I went to art school. Yeah. I mean, it's working out so far. <laughs> Like, you're working at Shape Please and you're like you're like what you're like six foot three, six foot four? It's six one. Man. You're six foot one, yeah. How so. does that wait now how did, I don't know how you're getting to these conclusions here. <laughs> yeah. You don't pay attention, you went to art school, you're also six one, things you're are a working giant. out. Things, things are working out great for you. I I, I dig it. I think yeah. it's going pretty well. Oh. You want my life? I'll let you, oh, let no. you have. I'm okay, I'm okay with my life. I'm <laughs> oh, that's the only thing I miss is Coco. This is the only thing I really want. She lays there getting stroked on her her belly. Mm -hmm. So, any new projects you're doing at Shapeways that are particularly interesting? Uh, actually, I don't know if I can talk about that. Any any <laughs> any ones that you can? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, uh, well, we we just finished a project, and and it just uh, the video was released just the other day, so I can definitely talk about this one. But the um, we just printed a, a set of armor some cosplay armor for Felicia Day. Okay. Um, and who's Felicia Day? Who's Felicia Day? What the f what? <laughs> Come who? on now. I mean, maybe I, I do hope, know her, but I, I hope all the listeners name. know who Felicia Day is. If you don't, go look her up. But she's awesome. She's a uh, sort of a, a nerd celebrity comic book sort of cosplay, mm -hmm. just awesome actress. She's was, she actress. In, was she in Cosplay Heroes? Um, I don't think Heroes so. of Cosplay or whatever? Do you know what shows I'm talking about? No, actually, I don't know. It was on Spike. No, she probably or wasn't on like there. But she, uh, she, I think it was on. Spike. She was on Guild Wars, which was like the web series that went on for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, she was in, she was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She okay. Was in, uh, a lot of Josh Whedon stuff. She was in Josh Whedon, and uh, she was in Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. So I, I know who she is. Then I just don't know the name because I've uh, seen, I've seen both Buffy and Doctor Horrible. Yeah, she was, the, she was Neil Patrick Harris's love interest. Oh, okay. She then was, I know she exactly. She's the who she girl. Is. She's the redhead. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah. In any case, we got off the goth track too too often. Uh, yeah, we there. We have a one of our featured artists 
uh, makes uh, beautiful 3D printed masks in our nylon material. And uh, she was also a huge fan of Felicia Day and uh, really impacted the, her, her work in uh, like the Guild Wars and all that, mm-hmm. really impacted her life. So she wrote uh, a, a fan mail to uh, Felicia Day and uh, said, you know, I, I'm a huge fan, like really appreciate everything you do. Also, this is my art that I make. And uh, if you ever wanted me to make anything for you, I, we could collaborate on something. And Felicia Day, of course, was like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. And so uh, she made her this uh, amazing and, and quite intricate um, 3D printed armor in, a, in, a nylon, in our nylon material. Um, it was like three or four different pieces. There was a chest piece and like shoulder plates and like all sorts of stuff. But uh, she post-processed it so it looks like a gold bronze sort of thing. And, and uh, Felicia Day recorded a video um, just recently of her trying it on and then doing a photo shoot with it. And it looks amazing. So a uh, really fun project that I got to help out. I actually planned and printed that, that those particular pieces. Mm-hmm. So And... Your artist, uh, the featured artist, she's like she goes through the Shapeways.com website, right? Right. Yeah. She doesn't work for Shapeways. No. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's, she's go ahead. She yeah. She's she's one of our uh, users essentially. Mm-hmm. She has a Shapeways shop that she uploads her designs to, and people can buy them. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. So Shapeways has a, a shop that connects through them that people. Or how does that shop work? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how our, how our business is. Like, there's there's two sides to it. There's the manufacturing side, which is what I'm a part of, and that's you know working at the factory here and uh, actually producing all the 3D printed parts. But the other side of it is actually our website, which is a 3D pr- 3D printing marketplace. Uh, so if you think of it like uh, like Etsy, where someone can upload a design, say how much they want to pay, how much they want to sell it for, um, and then someone buys it, you know. The only difference is when someone buys something through Shapeways, um, the the shop owner just gets the profit, and then Shapeways deals with all the manufacturing, they deal with all the shipping, they really handle it from end to end. If there's an issue with the print or any sort of customer service needed, it all goes through Shapeways, um, and the designer just reaps the benefit of being able to sell through us. All right. So it'd be like, this is the... You'd go and you put in a design, and then... Your team would let them know this is the base cost, uh, and then they can add pr- uh, money on top of that to, yeah. for their for their profit margin. Or? Yeah, you just basically say what markup you want. You know, like I have a I have like one or two things in my shop. Coco, um, she wants beer. She does, but she's not old enough. Um, yeah, I have like one or two things in my shop that you know every time I sell one, I get like ten bucks. You know, and it's I don't have to advertise it or anything, and it's, it's I could and hope probably make more money, but you know, it's just one of those things. It's like. It's on the back burner. If someone buys something and I get ten bucks, it's like well, that's ten bucks that I just got yeah. for free. It's a burrito sure right thing. there. Yeah. It's like what um, what have you three D print designed exactly? Um, I mean the the one thing that I've actually sold is uh the F unicorn. Oh, the F unicorn. Yeah, the I F thought you were gonna say the the Ninja Turtle. No, I haven't. I can't actually sell the Ninja Turtles. Oh, because uh, of copyright. Because of copyright reasons. Mm. And actually, yeah, the the whole F unicorn thing. Like I edited it a little bit, but it's still from that one meme. So if uh, the designer of that meme is is upset about it or anything, I guess uh, you can go F unicorn yeah. himself. Yeah. Or he can let me know and I can give, <laughs> give him some of my like thirty bucks. I'll give you like I'll give you like ten bucks out of my thirty dollars. <laughs> or I'll send you a burrito. Oh, mm-hmm. Whichever he likes. Do that also. Um so the F Unicorn, that is a 
it's like a it's like a horse body and then the middle finger on the head and it's farting a rainbow or is the yeah it's uh, I think it would be pooping a rainbow yeah. but yeah then the rainbow arcs it comes out his butt and then arcs over and lands on the the middle finger and it's it's quite beautiful that we can <laughs> that we can put photos on the yeah. website of all right cool just not coco just not coco uh people are going to be i'm going to have to go find stock photos of like a wiener dog <laughs> yeah this i could just go to your dog. facebook or Instagram or anywhere else and that have photos is the only place <laughs> like my, my Instagram started as a way of me posting 3D projects that I'm working on and it slowly just turned into Coco yeah it's the it's the most attractive thing in your house I guess yeah I mean I started actually getting followers after I started using her what's your Coco hashtag mm, it's probably just like dachshunds of Instagram I need like an actual one that's for her it could be hello I'm Coco Hashtag, hashtag, hello, this that, is Coco. It doesn't sound like her. I'm going to have to ask her one. Hashtag Miss Coco. I don't know. Hashtag Coco Bean. I'm the worst at hashtags. Yeah. It? You're not good at it. Yeah. Hashtag not my thing. Hashtag not good at hashtags. <laughs> so, that's is that the last one you did? The F Unicorn? Mm-hmm. That's the last 3D print that you've done? No, I've been working on other things. I just don't usually put my stuff up for sale. Like, I made this cup, which is if for, like for yourself and whatnot. Who can't see? It's a melting goblet, which is actually quite nice. But, um, yeah, well, like, this thing is, is quite expensive to print. I got it uh, sort of a bit cheaper since I worked there. Um, but, I mean, if people want to pay me for it, I'll, I'll sell it to them. Um, put a picture on it on the website, if that's uh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um... <laughs> I also uh, recently, we uh, started selling aluminum, which is new to Shapeways, um, and so I, I designed and printed a, um, a GoPro mount for the top of my oh, Nerf right. gun, yeah. for the top of my Nerf gun, so yeah. I can do like Very first important. person, yeah, yeah, obviously important work, saving lives here, people, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing, saving lives, this is maybe loud, but that's fine, this has to happen, that's there the best noise right there, yeah, hold on. Go ahead and uh, and talk to the microphone. I'm gonna grab my other beer too. Talk to the microphone. What am I gonna say? I don't know. I can just delete it. If it's, if it's no good, I can just delete it. That's post. fine. Not. I'm not gonna say anything. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I said that's what post production is for. Where's your? That's uh, over there. Got you. More. More. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already going to get shit for this last episode I just posted where I'm breathing too hard. Oh, yeah? <coughs> Who told you you were breathing too hard? No one. I was just like editing it today, the one that goes out on, on Valentine's Day. Ooh. Was, <laughs> is that a special Valentine's Day episode? Nah. Oh, okay. I even addressed the fact that it's not a Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> um, but it's... Uh, I, I, I just... In the beginning, I had to apologize. And I just let people know. It's like, I, I was sick. I was drinking tea and breathing heavily. If you got a problem with that, I'm sorry, but... Hopefully you're like a fan of The Sopranos and you'll think it's endearing. <laughs> you Is that are? James Gandolfini? Yeah, that's James Gandolfini. He's like... Can you hear him eating a sandwich in the background? <laughs> just totally unprofessional. And then George was just being all over the place because it was at my house that day. Mm-hmm. He's just George is my dog, in case anybody doesn't know. George is his lover. Yeah. In case, uh, <laughs> in case my wife is listening. Jorge... <laughs> You would date a Jorge. I would. <laughs> I think that seems like Manny it. and Jorge. Manny and Jorge. Would I be the top <laughs> oh, or the bottom, son? Uh, Jorge. Yeah, you'd be the bottom. Fuck. Yeah. Yo, yeah. everyone is telling me that I'm a bottom. Like, <laughs> you remember we just talked about that last week? 
I remember that. What was that guy saying? You just called me a bitch to yeah, my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But everyone, uh, I always consider myself a top. But I mean, I guess that's just, just how the cookie video, crumbles. Man. But I don't know. Uh, what's the biggest one that you've done so far? The um, the prints that you've you've handled yourself personally. I mean, that like, I designed or just no that you because uh, I know you you take them out of the printer and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, put them in, take them out, whatever. But um, that was probably one of the bigger ones that we've done. Like a lot of uh, a lot of like dresses and like armor cosplay stuff is usually really big because it has mm-hmm. to be life size obviously so. so you do a lot of dresses though uh yeah there's also there's another team in boston uh called nervous system that is actually really really an interesting idea they do um like uh mathematically generated m- meshes mathematically generated? yeah so like they write code with math that then generates the the model and they can they can generate you know clothing or you know whatever they have like a ring generator or a bracelet generator and they have it's crazy they have a dress generator where you upload a 3d scan of your body if you have one of those <laughs> um and then well there's uh, places that'll do it for you yeah absolutely actually we're, maybe, uh, yeah shapeways might be getting into that maybe maybe, maybe. not who knows um but there are places where you can get a 3D scan of your body and if you have a 3D Coney scan Island has body, a place for that really last time I was at Coney I was walking and there was like a, some really bad looking 3D people like 3D like like uh, out of um, what's the what's the one that you use acrylic sandstone oh acrylic is nylon? that what you use nylon, nylon. nylon yeah it looked like it was a nylon print like the ones you have in your room but it looked like it was like really low fucking poly and shit oh <laughs> like, yeah and then it said, it said, like, oh, come in here, we'll scan you, and then you can be a figure of yourself, but just, it didn't look very nice. It didn't look very nice, yeah. <laughs> but they'll scan you, so maybe you can get them to scan you, and... Yeah, you have to have a halfway decent scan, but, I mean, essentially, it takes the scan and can can develop a, a, a dress or a shirt or, you know, a skirt or something um, off of that, and then you can customize it, like, the shape of it and, you know, how it, how it fits together, but it prints in, like, tiny little tiles that have hinges mm-hmm. and so uh, even though it's a hard nylon plastic it's very flexible and mm-hmm. flowy kind of like chainmail yeah sort of like chainmail okay. uh, but uh, yeah it's, it's nice so it prints out in tiles does that mean that you have to like put them together or do you ship no, the tiles prints, to them no it prints in one piece that's why oh. yeah that's why they're like really big pieces oh, uh, damn. that's why I'm saying that like, you asked me what was the biggest thing we printed and that's some of the biggest stuff we've worked on is, is like clothing because it has to be obviously life size and, um, and fit the customer, whoever they may be, that's wearing this plastic dress or shirt or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it, it prints in one piece. You just take it out and unfold it, clean it up, unfold it. it. Like yeah, I mean, it has to. Yeah, it's it's flexible. Oh, like okay. it's all it's all hinged, so it can it can move and yeah, and uh, it's it's it has to go in folded mm-hmm. because it, otherwise it'd be too big. For the printer mm. that's crazy man just even thinking about that <laughs> how old is 3d printing now like commercial 3d printing do you know wait commercial printing? uh 3d printing the technology has been around for a while yeah. uh, i couldn't even tell you but definitely i'm not even going to take a guess it yeah that's sound, fine did not sound stupid yeah. even though i work in the industry that's a smart um, thing to do yeah <laughs> Uh, but but like the three D printing that initially got me into this, which is like you know consumer three D printing or like being able to three D print at home, is 
you know, within the past you know, five, six years that it's really started blowing up um, with like the Rep Rap project and MakerBot. The what project? Rep Rap. Rep Rap? Yeah. It was like the the big like... Now it's recording. Check, check. All right, cool. So you're saying about Rep Rap? Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the like earlier three like build your own 3D printer sort of project and I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure um, it, it, the guy who made uh, MakerBot came from one of those projects. Like he, he was a part of it, and then he was like, "I can make a 3D printer." Yeah, and he know, made we it can sell, and so then MakerBot came about, and yeah, that's that's what most people think of when they think of 3D printing now. Mm-hmm. And and you know, if you're not familiar with MakerBots, they're about the size of, of a microwave. You know, yeah. they're, they're relatively small. And, and uh, to give some sort of scale to this, like the 3D printers that I use, the smallest one we have is bigger than most people's refrigerators. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then our biggest one being quite large. Like so, the size of a shed or something like that? Uh, yeah, a small shed would, yeah. set, would be about right. So, Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, small shed... <clears throat> My throat got stuck. So, you said you've been doing this for three years? Three or four years? Started in 2012. But your background is animation too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that fancy art school you were talking about earlier, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which tied into my height somehow. I can't even remember. I was just trying to to fuck around. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that that fancy art school that I went to was uh, the Savannah College of Art and Design, or SCAD, if, uh, if you're familiar with it. And uh, I had my, I got my degree in uh, computer animation. Um, bachelor's. Yep. Yeah. Bachelor's degree in computer computer animation. Uh, was with a focus specifically in character animation. Um, and then, uh, upon graduating in in um, in '09, which is if you don't remember the height of the recession, mm-hmm. I realized it's really hard to get a job uh, in such a competitive field when there are no jobs to be had. So. Mm-hmm. Especially um, when they're not really hiring anymore because of the recession. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I went to uh, I went to SIGGRAPH that year, um, which is a, a big uh, animation and, you know, sort of technology, or absolutely a technology convention. And um, there's usually just hundreds and hundreds of uh, companies looking to hire. Uh, and that year there was, you know, there was like 70 or something like That's that. That's crazy. It was really stupid. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so, you know, I went... I went and I ended up uh, teaching computer animation for a little while. And while I taught, um, I did some freelance jobs for like music videos and film festivals and that sort of thing. Uh, I had a, a couple opportunities to interview with Pixar and a few other studios, uh, which ended up not working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for a few years before uh, my friend was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, I... I heard about this 3d printing thing send me send me one of your files for a character that you you made and we'll print it for you and at the time i wasn't really sure uh, like what they were talking about because i hadn't really got even heard about 3d printing very much um i was familiar with rapid prototyping but not necessarily 3d printing uh and so i sent my file over and then i uh, you know they mailed me back a small plastic figurine of my character and it blew my mind and <laughs> since then I've just been like I have to be in 3D printing mm-hmm. so yeah that's crazy man what would you say um, well what do you say about animation right now how do you think it's a lot easier to get an animation right now or or is oh, it still tough like that I couldn't tell you four, couldn't tell you yeah that. four years ago when I, when I decided I was switching over to 3D printing I was like fuck animation you know so uh, yeah, I, I have no idea I haven't animated anything 
in so long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I haven't looked at jobs or openings or anything like that because I've been really focused on 3D printing. But, mm-hmm. All right. How was the how was the interview process with Pixar though? Nerve wracking. Nerve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was cool because I, I met a lot of their lead animators, um, and they went through my demo reel, and they were super nice and, and uh, constructive with their feedback. But it was like, you know, I, I think I ended up having three separate interviews. Uh, with Pixar and uh, you know at the at the end of everyone it was always like you're good but not good enough straight up uh, yeah and then yeah and then so one of them I was even like uh, you know I think it was the first one that I went to because it was it was pretty fresh out of college and uh, and I met and you know he said that and I was like well what about the internship program he's like oddly enough you're like you're you're a little too good for the inter- internship project but you're not good <laughs> enough for the job so try again what? <laughs> so, like, yeah <laughs> too good for the internship not good enough for the job yeah, at least that's what I heard maybe that's, maybe that's wrong I mean I don't know. hopefully hopefully he was not being a dick <laughs> hopefully he wasn't like being a, a, like nice about telling you to go fuck off that could have been it that could have been, been it could have been but too good to be an intern but I'm 3D printing now mm-hmm. yeah so it doesn't matter yeah exactly <laughs> so I don't know what to ask next this Guinness has been getting to my head yeah I don't I don't know if you've drank on all the other ones but I think uh, drinking podcasts are where it's at or just um, drinking things like yeah I haven't drank in any of my podcasts though. really no. I think it's the way to go I think we should have been more drunk. We might have to re- re-record this after like a few more beers. Yeah, we'll see how it scotch. goes. Or uh, more scotch. Or more scotch. There's scotch, a, scotch. There's scotch. a scotch shelf. Uh, so we can go get some scotch if you want. We'll get some scotch once we finish these two beers. <laughs> yeah. And then we can then get we'll, like... Then we'll do it all over again. Yeah, exactly. It'll Interview be right. with Jacob, part two. It'll be a lot more slurring, though. So, who are some of the people that you work with at Shapeways? What, you want names? Like, you're not going to know who they No, are. I mean, like, what do they do at Shapeways and how do they work there? Uh, it's your team. Like, I mean, your team specifically. Yeah, I mean, my team is interesting because uh, my background is not in engineering, but I, I lead a team of engineers. Right? Yeah, because so I, I know you, like, I met some of the guys you work with and it's like, they're all over the fucking place, man. Yeah, they are, definitely. Like, they, you know, they come from all different backgrounds. Um, you know, they... they mostly are doing engineering stuff I have two mechanical engineers and two electrical engineers at the moment uh, which works out really well for me because I'm not an engineer so mm-hmm. and they uh, they have like engineering degrees yes yeah so they're uh, they actually know more about some of the stuff than I do although uh, I, I have to say I had to replace a nitrogen generator today <laughs> which came out of nowhere and I was like um, yeah I got this yeah. and so you know Took the old one out. Gave it the old cottage try? Yeah. I mean, if I can take it apart, I can put it back together. So, you know, I don't have to be an engineer if you can't see my fingers, quote unquote. Um, (laughs) To take out a nitrogen tank. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, it's nitrogen generator. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, it wasn't wasn't that bad. But, yeah, we were having an issue with the machine. So, thankfully. Uh, But my my team is, uh, my team's awesome. Like, they they come from all over the place, you know. One of my buddies is uh, from Texas. You know, when we got hired on, the woman who was in charge of hiring was from Texas, and she 
she jokingly was like, I'm trying to build an army of Texans <laughs> that shape ways. And I'm like, don't tell people that. Like, yeah. you, you, I think there's like a discrimination law about <laughs> like, I heard this guy because he's Texan, but not that guy. That guy yeah. That guy's from like Florida or yeah, something. No one, no one wants that guy. Yeah, no, we want Texans. Texas is fucking huge though, man. It is, yeah. Like, you got a lot of options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But uh, yeah, we got him and uh, another guy from Venezuela and guy who says he's Colombian and but then I found out the other day I was like oh what part of Colombia do you come from and he's like uh Southern California what? I was like what this whole time you've been like Colombia pride and then, uh, well, I guess he's Colombian but from Southern California he yeah well no he's he's was like born there and then he's like but my parents are Colombian ask like, him what part of Southern California well, he's from he's probably not from Calexico <laughs> <laughs> but he's from what if he's from the Valle bro <laughs> he's like I'm from South Side Diego That, that might be it. I don't know. I don't know. But these these people are great, and uh, they um, they thankfully uh, are a, a lot of fun to work with. Yeah. Like like I mentioned earlier, it's one of the best parts about Shapeways is because we um, we we work hard and we play hard. We have like a foosball table. We have a ping pong table. We 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 play games like we have that game Gloom. Which yeah. if you haven't played the card game Gloom yet, you need to play it. It's one of the best games ever. Kind of weird, it's a little morbid. The whole goal is to kill your own family, but it's how oh, way to fuck that up. I mean, they landed in a good pile, so it's cool. That pile is pretty easy to find. You can get them at atlas atlas gloomscom slash gloom. There you go. We're gonna play this game a little later. Yeah, maybe we'll record that. So I'm just gonna put that there. I'm good at that game. Yeah, good. but yeah, we uh we hang out a lot. Uh, we went and saw Deadpool last night, which was fucking fantastic. If you're, I've heard different things. I've heard that it was good, but I haven't heard that it was fucking fantastic. I haven't heard any like negative reviews either. Though. Uh, I was gonna say, who have you talked to that did not give you a good review? I would I would venture to say that this is one of the best, if not the best, like character adaptation from a comic book. It's rated R though, right? Yeah, yeah. it has to be. They were like, I heard that they were like debating whether or not it was going to be rated R. The, oh, they absolutely were. And then when it when they finally got it rated like the R rating, um, there was a petition going around to to bring it down to PG thirteen. Yeah, which is ludicrous. Yeah, it's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> mm. Dead, I think uh, Deadpool tweeted that to to yeah to, one the, of the, to, to the one kid. of the moms or the kid. Yeah, it was like, oh, the mom who started the petition, and he's like. Yeah, well, this is for big boys and girls, uh, and your mom's like a piece of shit. And your so. mom's a piece of shit. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag your mom's a piece of shit. Heart XOXO Deadpool. I was reading but, uh, online about um, how Ben Affleck, the difference between like, Ben Affleck and uh, what's the name of the guy who plays Deadpool? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds, and like the Batman and, and Deadpool differences. And he was like, Ben Affleck in quotation marks. So I asked him, you know, what's the chance of me uh, of me getting one of these bat suits to take home at the end of this production? And they're like, yeah, you can take one for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, so I'm not gonna get a bat suit. And Ryan Reynolds was like, then uh, it was like his own separate quote. Um, yeah, I just stole a Deadpool costume. <laughs> like, I've been wanting to do this my whole life, and I finally got the part. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna have a Deadpool costume, whether they like it or not. So yep. I might get in trouble for it, but oh well, it's too late now. <laughs> he straight up took it. What are they gonna do? Like yeah. he's gonna be Deadpool in the next one too, because he was perfect. Like 
and and it's not just him. Like it's it's the writing of the whole film. Yeah. I don't want to give away too much, but like the all the like little nuances from like the title sequence to to you know all the the little inside jokes that you'll catch the breaking of the fourth wall, which is expected because yeah. it's Deadpool. Like all of that stuff was just done so perfectly well yeah. um, that it, you know. He, he, I dare to find anyone who doesn't like this film. Who isn't just like offended that it's oh I can't take my kid to go see it. Yeah. Stupid. Like I don't know. I feel like a lot of superhero movies aren't necessarily supposed to be for kids, you know, mm-hmm. at least not for little kids. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not if you're not older than thirteen years old, it's not I don't feel like it's necessarily made for you. Like yeah, you probably start reading comics when you're five, six years old, but you don't really understand them until you're like at least in your teens, I feel like. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. And you can't, definitely can't get, like, deep into it either. But it's all about the merchandise because, you know, like, yeah. the, the kids want all the toys and, like, the shirts and socks yeah. and underwear. That have well, no, I know grown-ass men who wear those shirts. Well, that's true, but, I mean... Toys, like, the toys, definitely for the kids, but I know grown adults who well, wear I would say, like, the, the toys, definitely for the <laughs> like, I have a few Superman shirts, but I think all of them have been bought for me. Mm. But, like, the, the toys are where it's at. Oh yeah, so some good toys. Actually, I think the toy fair is going on this weekend. Toy fair? Uh, yeah, there's a toy fair. I think. Do I need tickets? Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't even know if we can get tickets at this point. But if if we can, we should look into doing. We're gonna. Tomorrow. I'm gonna. We're gonna Google that after this episode. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Manny and Jacob. <laughs> toy fair. <laughs> toy fair 2016. I am down like a clown. Would, you we already described me being as the bottom, so you gotta buy me dinner. Ah, oh, damn it, motherfucker. As long as I get to be on top. <laughs> so, man, I want to watch the Deadpool movie though. What's sure. the next? What's sure. the next superhero movie coming out? Mm, Civil War, maybe. Civil War. There's so many right now. Civil yeah. War, Batman versus Superman, That's a Wonder Woman, uh, Rogue One, uh, fucking the Suicide new Squad. Suicide Squad's coming out. What do you think about Jared Leto? I don't know. There's a whole lot that's going on there. Um, I think it could be good. Uh, there's a lot to live up to, obviously, mm-hmm. with uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, that's his name. Thank you. No problem. But obviously, a very different take on the character. But there's like, and this gets a little bit too much into the comic books that I haven't followed along with, which is like, there's there are different Jokers, yeah, and like different timelines, I guess, or whatever. I I have no idea, mm-hmm. but um, I also don't like Batman. Oh yeah, you're not. You're a Superman guy. I'm a Superman guy. Rooting for Superman, Batman yeah. versus Superman. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna lose. Yeah, I mean, because if he, wins, well, I mean, he's not gonna win. Well, if he wins, everyone's gonna be like, "Well, of course he won. He's a superpower." Mm. Yeah, but then, like, well, it's gonna be like the um, any of the times Batman has actually fought Superman because it's like Batman wins, but Superman isn't dead. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and if Superman actually took it seriously, like he probably would have just shot laser beams through through him. That's himself. it. Like <laughs> so many ways, yeah. he could just kill Batman immediately. Yeah, but, but he that's he plays with him. Well, no, it's not even that he plays with him. It's just that he's a good person. He's like, like you sure you want to do this, Bruce? And Bruce, and Bruce Wayne's all like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like in Man of Steel, which was not a great movie, um, although. Henry Cavill or Civil or whatever. I haven't even seen that movie. Oh, you haven't seen that movie? No. Damn it, I was going to talk about that. No, go ahead. Now. It's fine. I don't care. It's fine. I'll ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But it's not a great movie. Spoiler alert. There, there now you, you can say it. Now <laughs> I can say it. 
but uh, uh, the, the the actor makes a great Superman, but it wasn't it wasn't written very well. But at the end, he he kills General Zod, mm. and it's one of the few times that I think maybe even the first time that I've ever seen Superman actually kill someone. Um, I mean, it's like implied sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like he threw that guy in outer space, or like yeah. never crushed, actually crushed him under somebody. a building. But like he straight up like murders this yeah. guy, <laughs> and um, and but I think it's done in an interesting. It's just in, hard to write for Superman, a, though. Well, yeah, that's true. But I, I think it's done in an interesting way, where um, you know you can see the torment that he goes through having done it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you know building that sort of uh, origin story. Uh, they had to put that in there as a way of him being like where he finds his line, right? Yeah. Because he does have all this power, and it, it has to be hard to have to know to pull back, you know, because yeah. he has to pull punches, and you know, he could easily He'll just blow somebody up, kill <laughs> anyone, and and uh, you know, so I, I think at that point, that's like defining his conscience is like he did it that that time, uh, and now moving forward, you know, even though he could crush Batman, mm-hmm. you know, he he's gonna hold off because he. He should, and then Batman's going to exploit his weakness when he finds it out because uh, obviously, it's Batman, yeah. Or it's, yeah, it's the DC universe. This has <laughs> to happen. Yeah. Although, did you see the newest trailer? No. Which is ridiculous. There have been so many trailers for this I like movie. avoid these. I, I avoid <sighs> all trailers except for the first one, like the plague. I was trying to. The, the teaser trailer where, where Superman like lands and he walks in and, and he's got Batman chained up and he pulls off the, the cowl and there's Ben Affleck under there and I was like that trailer was awesome I'm gonna go see that movie and then ever since then they've just kept releasing more and more and more like the, the movie. whole movie's gonna yeah, be yeah and so like almost all of the movies in the trailers like they've already showed Doomsday they've already mm-hmm. shown Lex Luthor they've already shown Wonder Woman like yeah. they've already shown so many of the characters and like what's like the storyline um, and then uh, I, I saw that the newest trailer came out and I was like I'm not gonna watch it then I went and saw Deadpool last night and of course it's before Deadpool mm-hmm. so I had to watch it and there's like the scene where like you know Batman's wearing his armor and he just like he throws him away and then like Batman comes back and I'm assuming with better armor and, <laughs> and Superman goes for the punch and Batman blocks it and Superman's mm-hmm. like what the fuck like that's, yeah. that shouldn't happen uh, and so I'm like oh, of course you know not only did I not want to see this trailer but it, it's something like, ridiculous yeah, like yeah. that and so yeah. that's the problem with a lot of trailers they Especially for these like superhero movies, because people are like chomping at the bit mm. to just mm. see anything about it. That is just like that's a, that's the worst strategy. Deadpool had a good strategy. Yeah. Like they had that clip that like um, that short animated short sort of thing that happened yeah. uh, a while back that they released, and then you know it got leaked, and then they released it at Comic Con or whatever, and then um, and then you know they they showed they made the trailer they made like the red band trailers that were like this is serious like there's going to be a lot of cussing a lot of gore a lot of violence some some nudity and sex and all sorts of stuff uh, but then you know it was like uh, you know, you didn't really know what was going on mm-hmm. and then uh, the rest of the advertising campaign for Deadpool was like viral advertising yeah. which is amazing like they had the photos of like him. Um, drawing the Deadpool logo over the Superman or Batman vs. Superman movie posters yeah. uh, they also released like the um, the like uh, sort of like PSA ads of like you know he did one where it was like testicular cancer and how to, <laughs> how to check yourself for testicular cancer and then um, you know Deadpool 
talking about Australia Day or whatever that was like had nothing to do with the movie but made me want to see the movie yeah. so much more it's just like it's about the character it's about Deadpool you know? yeah that's crazy that's a really good marketing strategy though cause uh, I didn't even see those though <clears throat> and it's also like uh, I was gonna bring up uh, Star Wars as far as like at, as far as like uh, trailer goes cause they had like what two yeah three trailers that revealed nothing about the movie, just gave you a straight up like Star Wars boner. It's just like yeah, I mean, I, I think like the biggest like thing that they gave away was that uh, you know Han Solo and Chewbacca saying we're home and stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we're home, and it's yeah. like you have to you have to put that out there, especially because like everyone knew people from the original cast were going to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they did a really good job with that as well. But. So, do you think? Um they wanted to kill Han Solo. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Do you think they wanted to kill Han Solo? Or do you think Harrison Ford was just like, I'm only giving you one. Yeah. And you better use it as well as you can. I think he Danny Glovered it. And he's just, I'm too old for this shit. And yeah. then they're like, all right, well, we'll just kill you in this one. Yeah, and exactly. Have to come back. Was, That's how I feel it was. I think he was just like, it's like, yo, I'm like, how old is he? Like 60? Maybe 50? You think no? he's 70? I don't. I was going to say 70, but I'm not sure. But Han Solo, if you're listening, or I guess Harrison Ford. Harrison, Harrison Ford, if you're listening and you're not 70, you don't look a day over 90. Yeah, you look amazing. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would hit that. Um, Whoa. I'm, from the oh, bottom? What? what? Um, from, what? The, from the bottom. Yeah, apparently. what? Um, but, yeah, he's just such a, he's like known for being a grumpy guy. And he's like, he doesn't need money right now, you know. He just probably just did it because of like the legacy kind of a thing, you know. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, but in, it's like in you this get, alternate universe, in this alternate I'm a, universe where, where I am a famous actor and, and you're Han Solo, like, also Han Solo. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I would too, I guess. Yeah, I agree with you. But let's go back to the 3D printing real quick. Okay. <laughs> what um? What do you got to do to get a job in a 3D printing factory? Or well, what, what's the word for a 3D printing shop? 3D. Uh, 3D printing. I guess we're we're like a. 3D printing bureau, I guess, is what the bureau? facility. I don't know. There's all different types of terms, but like we were manufacturing facility. But um, it's interesting because like you you meet people who are like, oh, I have I'm an expert in 3D printing, and even though I work for like one of the biggest companies that does 3D printing in the world, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. There's so much that there is like in terms of 3D printing, all the different materials, all the different types of printers, and uh, you know how they produce the 3D printed parts. It's, it's insane. Of uh, people who interview for for positions on my team, that'll be like, "Yeah, I built my own MakerBot. Like, I'm a I'm a 3D printing expert." And I'm like, eh, you, "You dabble. You dabble. <laughs> let's let's hold off on that expert there." Um, but it, what, what's interesting is uh, it's it's hard to find people who have any experience with 3D printing mm-hmm. outside of like I I own a MakerBot, and it's like that's cool, but. Um, you know that's a little bit different from what we do here yeah and uh, I think that's true sort of for anyone who's using like production level or manufacturing level 3D printing Uh, so a lot of people come in and what I found is you know the people who think they know a lot about 3D printing don't end up being a good fit and uh, yeah the the people who who have done really well have more experience in terms of like manufacturing or uh, rapid prototyping on a larger scale, um, and uh, they, they they tend to to work out better in the long run. 
just being able to work really well with the team and, mm-hmm. and know like you know we're going to be maintaining machines it doesn't really matter like uh, you know I, I don't know anything about these 3d printers or, or didn't when I got hired um, but that's you know true for everything like I take my car apart I take everything like almost every electronic I've ever owned I've taken it apart and put it back together a few times and it's not because I know what I'm doing it's because, <laughs> <laughs> it's because I know if I take it apart I can put it back together again yeah um, and and that sort of mindset is super helpful uh, background in engineering is helpful, especially if you're applying for a 3D printing engineer position, but uh, not absolutely required. And case in point right here, yeah. not, not an engineer. <laughs> that would be my hashtag. Yeah, hashtag not an engineer. <laughs> hashtag not an engineer. Hashtag 3D printing. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as it works, you know, you got to keep doing it. And like like you were telling me before, it's there's not that many people who have as much of a background as you do in it like which I you kind of hopped in yeah <laughs> you know and that like four years you know people are like damn we've been doing 3D printing forever but that's like the, the this generation gap you know because uh the people our age are, are a little bit younger you're a little bit younger than I am but um you know they, they they go oh yeah I've been at this company for a year two years whatever and they're like man no oh, uh alright welcome back you guys we got some problem with our recording, so we're going to try to start off where we were at. Might, might I add, this is very unprofessional. It is. <laughs> it's super unprofessional. I don't know what's going on with my program. This has never happened before. Uh, some people just can't perform under pressure. Yeah. Oh, well. It's, it's because of the beer. Just, Probably. Let's just blame it on the beer. That's it. Blame so it you were saying, the lat- where the recording ending, you said, wow, you've been here for a year. <laughs> Is that what I was talking about? Is that where that ended? Yeah, it ended. Oh, I feel you... like we were talking about that for a lot longer, but oh, I know what we're talking about. Yeah, so you know, if you'd been here for a year, you, that's that's a long time for people. And then uh, you know, we we met with a guy who um, the, he works for the company that makes the printers that we use, and we'd asked him how long he had been working at that company, and he was like fifteen years. Yeah, and, you know, we were dumbfounded by yeah. it because it's like that's so. Well, he like he makes the printers, so it's like a it's like a factory. They probably been making shit for like ever. I'm assuming, mm. or have they been making he, printers? No, like, they've been making 3D printers for for like 20 years, as far as I know, and probably even longer. But um, but yeah, he'd been there for 15, and uh, yeah, that blew our minds because like you know if he, and that's where I was going with this is that uh, I was reading an article about uh, millennials. I guess is is how we're getting labeled now, but um and uh the work habits that happen like you know no one works a 90 9 to 5 monday through friday anymore and that like people our age are are much more comfortable with like working a couple hours and then like taking a long lunch or going and doing something and then coming back and then working more hours yeah. like late into the night or whatever and 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 just like breaking it up into those smaller sections is is easier for us than it is to like have a eight hour nine hour day and yeah. then call it quits you know and and I think that same thing applies to to how long you can spend at a company because that seems to be the thing is like you jump from startup to startup or company to company uh, you know one two years and then you're like alright let me see what else I can do <laughs> time to move on yeah it's funny that you even say that because that's how I see like my current job I work like you know I work at Old Navy I do loss prevention but every time I talk to somebody it's like Man, if I'm at a place for more than a year and I haven't gotten a promotion, I'm out. Like, I've been at Old Navy. I've been there for a year, and I've gotten two promotions in that year. Right. Like, 
So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, if if I hadn't already been promoted, I would have already taken this experience to hop into another place. Like, but that's that's a very different mindset. Yeah. And I I guess I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I always just thought like I, I've moved around a lot, and it's mostly because either the the thing that I was doing wasn't the right fit for me, or I just found something that seemed more interesting. Mm. Um, but you know, people who are like, oh, you know, if I don't get a promotion in in a year, and it's like. You know, I knew people or, you know, older people would work like 10, 15 years working for their promotion. You yeah. know, like you see it in older movies. Where no, I know like, exactly what you're talking they're about. They're like, I've been at this firm for six years. Yeah. You <laughs> promised me a promotion. And then they don't, you know. They, they don't get, get that it. promotion. They always get passed up for that promotion. Yeah. But for it's the like, guy who's been there for a year. I couldn't imagine. And then Manny comes along and he's like, yo, what's up, daddy? <laughs> like, shit Manny over here. Yeah, with his, <laughs> with his fantastic smile and his amazing personality. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, there's people at the Old Navy who have been working there for like 16 years as associates, 20 years as associates. Jeez. And I'm just like, fucking kill me. Like, you know, if that happens to me. I mean, that works for some people, though. For yeah. some people, man. But it's just like, I don't know. But then there's some people who have that position. They've had it for 16 years and they hate their job. Like, I'm just like, how have you I not. I couldn't imagine hating a job. For 16 years? For any amount of time. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's tough. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you, know, you you have to work with what you can because like it's not just about yeah. being happy at your job, but it's also living and surviving. You know, exactly. you have to be able to pay bills, and you know, people with families obviously have to make sure their priorities are straight. And thankfully, you know, I only have Coco here, who's really easy to take care of. Yeah. So. Um, you know, if, I, if we have to bounce around or whatever, it's, it's she's usually out she there. helps ride in the car. Yeah, she just hates the road trips. Yeah, no more thirty-six hour drives for her. You might have a few more in you, Coco. Maybe she's she's good. She's a good girl. <laughs> you had it for how long? Uh, four, five, four, five years. Mm-hmm. She just turned five. And I didn't get her when she was a puppy, so it has to be like four, like four and a half years. Okay. Alright man Well We're towards the end of the episode Even with all the hiccups That we've been having Um That's I I feel like every other episode You've like Gotten to know the person Like Who are you But you didn't care You were like Tell me about your 3D printing Well I already know you Well you know me But they they don't Well you can keep talking I figured we were gonna Actually I want to record us Playing Gloom And put that as a bonus episode Nice uh, yeah. yeah I think that would be good Yeah Every, uh, We're gonna keep let's, drinking <laughs> Let's drink And record ourselves Playing a card game That very much relies On visuals Yeah <laughs> to, no, It's a bonus so episode it's, can... <laughs> it's not like an actual episode It's a bonus episode We'll, we'll add We'll add photos yeah. But none of Coco Alright None of Coco but uh, I mean, you want to talk some more about yourself? No, I didn't, no, no. didn't want to. I didn't want to because we're friends too. I didn't want to like put you on any spots. Fine. No, okay. that's the end of the episode, everyone. All right, bye. <laughs> Sucks a bitch. <laughs>
All right, you guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a real good time recording it. Sounds uh, so I'm a real good friend and my best good friends here in New York City. So, it was a good time. Um, I told you it was going to get a little sloppy. We were drinking. But it's fun to try it out, you know. And right now we're also going to include a bonus episode. You can go and download it as well, where me and Sonk decide to play a card game called Gloom. And it's a hell of a lot of fun. Um, this this episode is and this podcast is not sponsored by Gloom. But Gloom, if you're out there and you're listening, you know, sponsor us because your game is fantastic. And I like free stuff. Um, bit of an announcement from me. Uh, I started a new company. It's called BRK House, pronounced Brick House. And we sell clothing and accessories. So if you like lapel pins, which is what we're focusing on right now, uh, I make my own custom lapel pins, and I sell them, and they're pretty popular right now, so I invite you to go check it out. It's B-R-K-H-O-U-S-E dot com, and you can see the stuff I'm selling. Um, so I guess we're sponsored by Brickhouse, but not by Gloom. So Gloom, if you're listening, hit me up. Uh, go to the website, offmindpod.com. Uh, brkhouse.com and yeah still haven't heard from you guys so send us some emails if you get a chance let us know what you think let us know if you have any questions and keep on rocking i'll see you in the next bonus episode if i don't uh, i'll see you in the next episode that we put out which is going to be in two weeks where we interview marco guarino he's a musician here in new york who's who does not want to be identified as a hipster, but is an identified hipster. So it's it's fun. It's a fun conversation. Um, yeah, I'll see you then. Have a good one.